This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International, a division of Greater Works Business Services. Okay, good afternoon, everyone. This is Keith Williams. Welcome to OBS Talk Show Presents. Hope everyone is having a great weekend so far. And today we will be uh, talking about voting. Um, so this is going to be a series of segments on voter education. Uh, what we have saw in the recent uh, elections here in the United States. Uh, certain states had a high turnout and certain states uh, had low voter turnout. In the state of Alabama, of course, for example, um, we had a low voter uh, turnout. In fact, here in the state of Alabama, I think the average voter turnout for a midterm election is somewhere around 25%. Uh, I'm going to say between 20 and 25 percent. So what I would like to do is kind of address some of those issues. Um, why do we have low voter turnout? Uh, 
why people are not going out to the polls and vote. Um, those are some of the issues that we would deal with. Also, we will kind of do a little one-on-one uh, in terms of voting. Um, some of the topics will be discussed, including why voting is important, why are we experiencing voter apathy. Uh, there's going to be a lot of terms that are going to be used in this segment as well, and I will explain uh, what that is. Um, I will uh, do as much of this as I possibly can. Uh, we were scheduled to have uh, a few individuals to come uh, on this call to kind of help us with that, but I would do uh, whatever I can to get as much information as I possibly can. Um, like I said, this would be the first of many segments um, that we will have. So voting in the United States um, is, is not complex, it's simple. Um, we have several elections uh, uh, throughout uh, our given years. For example, every four years, we have a presidential election. Um, which the next one would be in 2024. Uh, we just wrapped up a midterm election in 2022. So the next one would be in 20, the next midterm election would be in 2024. So in the United States, we have an election every two years. We have a presidential election and we have a midterm election. And the midterm election is where uh, is the halfway point of a president's term. So to halfway through a president's term, there's a midterm election. And in that midterm election, you have an X amount of senators that are elected. Now keep in mind there are 100 senators uh, that are elected overall, two per state. But now all 100 senators are elected uh, at one you know, at the same time is, is split. So every two years, you have an X amount of senators that are being elected every two years. And those senators have a six-year term. Now, the House of Representatives have a two-year term. So every two years, they are elected. There are 435 members of the U.S. House of Representatives, and they are elected every two years and also to during odd years where there's not a presidential election or a midterm election uh, your state or your county or your municipality or township may have an election for mayor city council uh, county commission or whatever uh, appropriate office that you have in your local municipality or county. Um, sometimes that falls on the presidential election year. Sometimes it falls on the midterm year. I know in Alabama, a lot of the uh, county and state offices fall under the midterms. Um, whereas uh, in most municipalities, elections are always fall under an odd year. But that's a year where there is no midterm, election and no presidential election is an odd year. Um, that's mostly for some county positions 
and municipality uh, seats, such as mayor and city council, usually falls under an odd year. Um, so kind of give you an idea of, you know, some of the elections that take place in the United States. Um, that's how it looks. So I'm going to be sharing my screen. I got some information for you here that we're going to be looking at here. So uh, uh, just bear with me. So one of the things that that we need to discuss is uh, why elections are important. How do we come about um, choosing our representatives? Well, this goes back to Article 1 of the United States Constitution, which was passed in 17, you know, 87. And it determines um, how presidents elected, how uh, members of the U.S. Senate, and members of the U.S. House of Representatives are elected, and they are elected by popular vote. The president, however, would be not elected by direct vote, but would be elected by the Electoral College vote. The Electoral College assigns a number of representative votes per state, typically based on the state's population. This indirect election method was seen as a balance between the popular vote and using a state's representatives in Congress to elect the president. And normally during um, when the president is elected, um, whichever candidate wins the majority of the popular vote in that state, uh, they will automatically get that state's electoral college vote. Um, so this process has been around since the constitution was you know, enacted, and it was particularly put to the test in the early 1800s. So Article 1 uh, talks about this. Now, in order to vote, you have to be over the age of, you had to be a U.S. citizen, 18 age or older, to be eligible to vote in any election. I know it says federal and state, but you also have your local elections. Um, any type of political election that you have, you have to be a U.S. citizen, 18 age, years of age or older, and you are actually registered to vote. Um, this was not particularly uh, defined when the Constitution was first written, but as time went on, uh, that was added in the form of amendments. Um, originally, the age was 21, and it was lowered to 18 sometime later. Okay, so kind of give you a history of voting in the United States. So during the early part of <laughs> the country, the Constitution left voting requirements to the states. And because of that, uh, for the most part, you have uh, white men who own property. Those were the only ones that were able to vote. So you had a lot of 
uh, groups that did not participate in the voting process or the political process uh, during that time. So basically, you had white women, black people, and other uh, indigenous groups that were excluded from voting at that time until um, the 15th Amendment uh, came about in 1869 that allowed black people to vote. This is known as disenfranchisement. Um, as it was back then, there was uh, there was episodes in which uh, many people was not only excluded, but there was a lot of voter suppression that took place here. And even when the Fifteenth Amendment was passed, you still had uh, you still had laws that uh, restrict certain individuals, particularly people of color, from voting. Um, better known as Jim Crow laws. So they had Jim Crow laws, they had the, the poll tax. Um, they had a literacy test. They had all these things um, that kept African-Americans uh, from voting. Now, even when the 15th Amendment was passed, uh, women were still not allowed to vote. This allowed Black men to vote, but there was a lot of hurdles, as I mentioned before, the poll tax, the literacy test, and there was other measures, you know, as well that kept uh, uh, persons of color from exercising their right to vote. That was eliminated in 1964 with uh, Amendment 24, which eliminated those requirements. And then in 1865, the Voting Rights Act was instituted, and that's per se pretty much the end of Jim Crow laws. Women were denied the right to vote until 1920, uh, when the Women's Suffrage Amendment, also known as the 19th Amendment, was enacted. And so now, by this time, uh, pretty much everyone by the late 60s, uh, pretty much there was, uh, per se on paper, no restrictions uh, to voting. But still at that time, uh, the voting age was uh, 21. In 1971, the voting age was born to 18. Building on the idea that if a person was old enough to serve their country, which they have, they was drafted into war, then they should be allowed to vote. Uh, so that's how the voting age was lowered from 21 uh, to 18. So the question would be, why does voting matter? Why does voting matter? Voting matters for uh, several reasons, and I'm going to give a couple of examples out here.
one of the reasons, uh, an example that we give, reason why voting, you know, matters, uh, stems from the 2000 presidential election between George W. Bush and Al Gore. Now, this was one of the most dog out fight elections in political history, where there was many recounts in Florida um, to where uh, Bush ended up winning by 0.009% in the state of Florida or 537 votes. So 537 votes separated George W. Bush from Al Gore in winning that state. It's a pretty small margin um, for a presidential election in a particular state. But this is considered to be the closest uh, elections in U.S. history. Now, this was uh, during the time where uh, um, the country was prosperous under Bill Clinton. Um, there was actually a budget surplus. The economy had recovered from a recession under George Herbert Walker Bush before Clinton took over. And now we come into the crossroads or the origin of individuals like Donald Trump had taken over the Republican Party and suddenly it became a whole big mess. And voter suppression was a big part of the equation, which we come down to uh, 2016. So let's let's look at that. So even though we didn't have so even though we didn't have an episode of that in 2016, uh, in certain states, uh, race was closed. Uh, particularly in states like Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, which are called swing states, because in those states, uh, what is it meant by that is the fact that these states uh, uh, one moment there may be a red state or a Republican state, and then the next election it could be a blue state or a Democratic state. So in these states, you may never know which direction they're going to go, red or blue, Republican or Democrat. But that's why they're called uh, swing state. And obviously, in both of these, there was pressing issues that led people to vote for certain, you know, some way, you know, or another. It could be the economy, it could be crime, it could be uh, the way that uh, the actions of the president. It was a number of reasons why uh, people uh, came out to vote. And if you look at the platforms from both uh, parties, Democratic and Republican, you would determine um, that each one of them are distinct and that 
they so they both have both parties have their own base to which they came out uh, to vote. So why does voting matter? Voting matters because you, the individual, had the power to decide who do you want in office. Now, in theory, that's how it's supposed to be. But we know in recent years that uh, there's been a lot of corporate interference into elections um, to where they dish out hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars to certain candidates in order to carry out their interests. Then you have a lot of political organizations who also have their personal agenda and it may not necessarily have to do with either of the two parties. Overall agenda. And just like the corporations, these political organizations, they pump money and resources into these candidates as well. And as a result, they pretty much determine how that person you know, is supposed to act. And that turns a lot of people off. But in theory, on paper, um, voting determines democratically who the people would like to see in office. So for the purpose of voting 101, that's one of the reasons why voting is important. Another reason why voting is, is important because every vote, every vote should count. Theoretically, uh, on paper, when you go and cash your ballot, it is counted. It is counted among hundreds and thousands of votes to determine which candidate has the most votes. And whoever the candidate that has the most votes, um, you know, wins that election is normally by a simple majority, which is over 50%. Anyone that does not have at least over 50%, they will have to go into a runoff. And as, as these two have suggested, um, they was pretty close. And every vote that went in, you don't have counted because everyone who voted feels very strongly about that candidate of choice and the issues that they stand for. And so in voting and why it matters, because you have an opportunity to voice your concerns. Sometimes you may not be able to do that at a public hearing or meeting, but you certainly can make a strong voice at the voting pool. Now, I know some people say, well, no matter who we put in office, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to look out for our interests. In some cases, and I'm going to be honest with you, that has been true. We have elected people that we thought that served our interests, and it turns out that it's not. So with that, we have to find the right people. And I think a lot of times that we choose the wrong people uh, to get elected or the wrong people you know, run for office, 
because they may be popular with a certain group. Um, they may have money, they may have power, they may have prestige. It could be name recognition, any one of those things. Unfortunately, it had determined who people elect instead of the person that is most qualified and the person that most resonate with the interests and the issues that people are talking about. And so when we talk about how why voting is important, it's important that we find people to run and be elected that will serve the people's interests. That's definitely a reason why you should vote. And these people are out there. There's been numerous occasions to where people who have actually been qualified to be in office have not been elected because there are too much interference. Okay, so how can you make your voice heard? What would make voting matter to you? But first of all, we have to get out of this, uh, we have to get out of this, what I call superficial politics. And that means choosing someone because, you know, or who they are, not necessarily what they do, because they got money, they got power, they got prestige. We got to get out of that. Because while they may have all of those things, that individual may not be qualified for the office. But, you know, we vote for them because they're popular, per se, you know, with the people. Even though we know that they're not getting anything done, we elect them anyway. And so one of the things that we have to do is get out of that and actually research the candidates, find out what they stand on the issues, find out if that person will serve your interests and hold them accountable once they are elected. But if you're not, 18 or if you're not a citizen of the United States, you are still able to participate in the election process. So you may not be able to go to the voting booth and vote, but these are some of the things that you can do. One of the things that you can do is uh, stay informed, read up on the political issues. Most importantly, make sure that you follow the candidates, that's for people who are eligible to vote or they're not eligible to vote. You need to stay informed of the issues and you need to stay informed of the candidate. Also, another thing that you can do is go out and talk to people. Even though some people may not be able to vote, you still have an opportunity to voice your concerns. You know, whether it's uh, on social media, 
your local newspaper or public forums or whatever medium you know that's out there you may never know your voice may influence something may influence a candidate it may influence uh, a political body and it may persuade your government to do something about whatever it is that you are have a strong opinion and most importantly get behind a candidate that you feel that will resonate with your values and can relate to your issues and be willing to solve those issues. Volunteer, support that particular candidate, work on their campaign. There's a lot of things that you can do to support that candidate. Um, in recent years, social media has been a vital tool in getting the word out about a particular candidate. Um, also, you can do phone banking, uh, knock on doors, writing postcards, or volunteer at the campaign headquarters. All of these things can help. Um, oh, and also voter registration guides has been vitally helpful in letting people know who the candidates are and what they're and what they stand on issues. That's great. We had a lot of people. Uh, doing that. Also, we had a lot of individuals and organizations that make sure that people got rise to the polls. Now, that is very important, you know, as well. We want to make people feel that their vote actually counts. Um, I don't have the answer to that. How can we empower people and let them know that, hey, your vote account, but it's the greatest voice that you have. Your vote at the polls is the greatest voice that you have. Even if you never open up your mouth, going into that booth and checking out the candidate of your choice, to me, is the greatest voice that you can ever have because that determines who you support, why you support that person, why do you feel that this person, you know, resonate with your issues, your concerns, and your opinion. So this is why voting matters. Now, I know I hear people saying, well, your ancestors died, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Yes, we understand it. We know it was a sacrifice. We know it was a sacrifice for our ancestors to, you know, to battle the establishment in order for us to, you know, gain the right to vote. I'm quite sure that we understand that perfectly clear. But I think that we have to get beyond, you know, the fact that it was a sacrifice and have a conversation you know with people about why they're not voting why they feel that their vote does not matter does not count and one of the reasons why they feel that their voice doesn't count is because there's a lot of voter suppression that's going on around and we're going to be talking about that in a minute um 
weight voting suppression also uh, comes about voter apathy. And we're going to be talking about that too. Um, another thing that uh, you know we can discuss is uh, what is called voter fatigue. And I, I told you that we're going to come to a lot of terms and definitions. You know, here, and I would do my best um, to explain, you know, what those terms to mean. So, again, we are talking about why voting matters. And I think that we need to talk about that, you know, a little bit because, you know, every time we have an election, we we come to the part where people say, well, you know, my vote really doesn't count. I don't see why I have to, you know, go and vote. There's a there's too many elections, you know, that we have to vote on. It's all kinds of things that it's, it's all kinds of things that uh come to people's mind. And hopefully we will be able to, and hopefully, um you know, I can explain that. So here are some frequently asked questions. Number one, what is the purpose of voting? Voting is a method by which a group, such as a meeting or an electorate, can engage for the purpose of making a collective decision or expressing an opinion, usually followed by discussions, debate, or election campaigns. Democracies elect holders of a high office by voting. Okay, next. Is voting an important right? Absolutely. One of the most important rights of the American citizen and the franchise, the right to vote. Originally under the Constitution, only white male citizens over the age of 21 were eligible to vote. As time went on, by the late 60s, everyone pretty much on paper have the right to vote. Who is voting matters? Voting matters was a peer-reviewed academic journal whose purpose is to advance the understanding of preferential of the voting system. So uh, I do encourage you to uh, to read that. Uh, voting is a human right. Persons entitled to vote must be free to vote for any candidate for election and for or against any proposal submitted to referendum and free to support or oppose even your government without undue influence or corrosion of any kind which they distort or inhibit the free expression of the electors' will. That is your right. What does it mean to have? Okay, I, I've already answered that. Now, who says that we have the right to vote? 
Uh, that would be under Section 1, Article Section 1 of the 26th Amendment of the United States Constitution, which gives us citizens of the United States who are 18 years of old or older to vote shall not be denied by the United States or any state. And we know right now there has been some underhanded discussion and actions to take voting rights away for certain, you know, individuals. Uh, we have a case right now uh, uh, concerning uh, in the Supreme Court right now concerning I think it's Harper versus Moore um, that's states in North Carolina that the state legislature should determine all aspects of a given election. And that has been, you know, in court, you know, right now. So again, we are talking about why does voting matter? Why does voting matter? We do know that, um, so I already gave you uh, a brief history of voting in the United States and that, you know, ultimately people talk about it's been a sacrifice, oh. you know, which is true. Definitely not throwing that out of the equation. But I think what we have to do is have, you know, a conversation outside of that sacrifice. Why should people you know, get out to vote. And so far there has not been, you know, any direct answers to that as to why should I go to the polls and vote? So I'm going to attempt to answer that question. Number one, I believe that your vote is the greatest voice that you have. If it's not the greatest voice that you have, why are so many people trying to take that voice away from you if it's not important? Something that is not important to you, you really don't care, right? You know, that's a natural, you know, reflection. But in voting, the people, one paper, in theory, should decide who will represent them. And you have people out there that are not representing your interests. You know, all they want is to gain political power and resources and wealth for themselves. And they often use a political office to do it versus someone who I know are qualified and that they will serve the people's best interests. So that's where the friction that's where the friction comes. So again, I have a right to decide who I want, you know, to vote. And everybody may not agree with that. Everybody might, may not agree with that, but the most important thing is, is that 
it is ultimately up to the people to decide who they want to have in office. But it's also, you know, we need to educate people on why it is important, you know, to vote. Because if you have a concern and someone is not listening to those concerns, then you really don't need to support that particular candidate. You need to get behind a candidate that will listen to your concerns. And that's a problem that we have since uh, almost as, as old as the Republic itself. So again, having, so again, having the freedom to choose who you want to be elected in the office and what, you know, what issues that you support or don't support should definitely be up to you. The number one reason why voting matters. Second reason why I believe that voting matters is because you have the choice to decide which issues are important to you. And that varies from person to person, but overall throughout history, you have a large collective of individuals that feel strongly about, you know, certain things like, for example, um, environmental justice or climate change, or some people feel that uh, the economy is getting out of hand, it's going down south. Or some people may feel strongly about uh, reproductive rights. And individuals and candidates that are running for office who resonate with those issues to the people should be one of the main reasons why you go out to vote. Like for example, you know, I want a candidate uh, that is supportive of my right to decide, you know, whether or not I want to uh, keep a baby or terminate a baby. That's just an example. Or I want someone that is uh, is going to push for resources to come into my community. Or I want someone. Um, you know, who's going to fight to make sure that I have clean water and I have clean air. If those issues are important to you, then voting should matter to you. Let's see what else. And this page right here is kind of give like some, some recent, um, you know, history of turnout and how some of these issues I just mentioned affected turnout. Um, not going to go into that. And of course, the third reason, the most obvious reason, of course, uh, that people talk about all the time is the sacrifice it took, um, especially for people like me to go and vote. Um, and you have some people say, well, well, that matters. So those are basically 
the three main reasons why voting should matter to you. And there may be people out there that may have a, a personal reason why voting you know, matters to you. There, there are several cases here that we're going to look at as to why voting matters. So let's let's look at this one from uh so let's look at this one from Texas. And again, I don't want to sound uh partisan, you know, here, but uh, in this article, they, you know, look at both sides of the political spectrum, uh, Democratic and Republican Party, and also the Libertarian Party. And they have talked to a few people to discuss why they feel that voting matters. So one of the questions was asked, why vote? Does casting a ballot matter if the outcome seems predetermined? And so this was dated back, uh, so this was around October uh, of this year, closer to, you know, the election. And pretty much from this article, um, they talked about the three main reasons that I have mentioned, you know, why voting matters. Uh, and some people mentioned why voting does not matter. You know, for example, you know, they say, well, the election is already predetermined. Uh, certain groups have already decided, you know, who they want. I mean, what's the point? We get that. Um, some people say that, well, I feel that no matter who we put in office, that no one is going to cater to me. Some people don't have time because we have a lot of people that work more than one job and obviously do not have the time to actually go out to the polls, you know, and vote. So those are some of the things that we're getting. Let's see what else we got here. Um, some people are, you know, frustrated with the two-party system. And they say that uh, neither one of the two major parties are looking out, are not really looking out for the voters' best interest. And that, you know, a solidified national third party needs to be established or people are looking at some of the other, you know, third part that have already existed. You know, you notice in this paragraph where, you know, you have one uh, person interviewer that says that uh, the reason why voting is important to her is because 
the certain issues that she cared about, like education, public health, gun control, and reproductive rights. And she also mentioned that uh, sometimes, in most cases, the best change does not come on a national level, but it comes on a local, a local level. That's a very good reason, you know, to get out and vote. And she goes on to say that you definitely want to align yourself with someone that would serve your best interest. She said that's another reason why voting matters. So that's that's a pretty good uh, so that's a pretty good article. So let's look at the one. Um, from the American Bar Association. And the author of this, uh, the author of this article shares some very important reasons why election matters. According to this article, she mentions that elections have consequences, especially for civil rights, social justice, and human rights, which are slowly being taken away from mm -hmm. us. And we have a lot of people that are running in or elected who are, uh, they are bound by whoever, whatever group, whatever political group, you know, that they have to take these rights away from. And this person is basically saying that by participating in the political process and going out to vote, that we can secure our civil rights, our human rights, and promote social justice. Uh, this also would ensure that uh, people who are in need of assistance will be able to get those assistance. It's to ensure that uh, individuals have adequate health care, that we have access to clean water and clean air. that we are not denied our basic human rights based on who we are or what we are. According to this writer, determines why voting is important. Uh, let's see what else. And that's pretty much it according to 
uh, you know, this article here. Uh, so we're going to move away from that. Let's see if I can find. Okay, that's another, I'll skip that one. Okay, how about this one? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, wait a minute. I think I found something. I think I, I think I found something. So now that we know what the purpose of voting is, and we, I gave a little history of voting in the United States. And here are some reasons why voting is important. Number one is a right people fought for. Many movements that started out as marches, demonstrations, and protests across the country have led to laws being implemented in our country. An example of this would be the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Number two, women were granted the right to vote in 1920, courtesy of the 19th Amendment. 19th Amendment grants women the right to vote. But the Voting Rights Act, but only to white women. And when the Voting Rights Act of 1965 was passed, women of color was given the right to vote. Number three, reproductive health care is basic health care. Reproductive health services and across mm -hmm. and access continue to be on the ballot across many states. Four, local elections count. While all the hype surrounds the national election, we want to remind you that several elections are also important. Number the number five reason why voting is important is because your vote affects what goes on in your community. And that's on a, a local level. Because a lot of the things that affect your local community happens on the local level. So it's important to elect local leaders who align with what you want in your community. Number six, young people have the power. Yes, you have. And as a matter of fact, in this uh, midterm election, we're beginning to see more and more young people going out to the polls and vote. And I have to admit that they have made a difference in the state of Georgia when uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock was reelected as senator in Georgia. A lot of young people came out uh, to help. In fact, there's been a record number of turnout throughout the country. 
از میگم پی Also want to point out, uh, and you know, in another reason, according to a Pew Research study that was done recently, women all across the country are showing up at the polls in record numbers. We're also beginning to see more uh, women that are running for office and are being elected to office more now than ever before. For example, in the state of Alabama, Um, in the midterm election that just passed last month, we had the first African-American woman to run for a major office in the state of Alabama. So next, education has always been one of those issues that been on the ballot. Another thing, voting provides a voice for your community. Again, that is local. Well, uh, uh, the very heart of issues that goes on in your backyard happens on a local level. And again, you need people uh, that resonates with your local community. Who is the best person Um, that can, you know, get things done in my community. Local elections affect you directly. And I mean directly, I'm talking about the meat and the potatoes of what you see in your own backyard. I cannot stress this enough. Local elections directly affect you and your neighbors. And sometimes there are, there are local, there are initiatives on the ballot that affects you locally. And for example, uh, if, if you live in Tuscaloosa County, there was a measure on the ballot that uh, there was an initiative on the ballot to determine whether or not the Alabama Public Service Commission um, should oversee The, water, uh, the local water was for in a town, you know, in a local town in Tuscaloosa County. That affect them directly. Voting, who you vote for also determines the future of your community. The elections that happen can and will impact how your future will look like. So if there are certain things that you do not want in your community, um, then, you, then not only do you need to pay attention to that, but you also need to get behind people uh, that will bring a positive future into your community. Whether you're a student, a teacher, or know someone who works at a school, elections can determine how much support that they receive. Again, education for, and in recent years have always been on the ballot. Another reason why voting is important because it gives you an opportunity to be involved in your community. Building a part of a community is a great 
And voting is one way that can motivate you to get involved in your community. Voting for those who are not able to. Many people living in the United States do not have the right to vote. It's important to be mindful of those who are not able to vote in their elections. And even though you have certain individuals that are not eligible or not able uh, to vote, their issues and concerns are just as viable and just as important as those who are able to vote. Next, I will begin to see if it has not now, I know it now, but in the future that reproductive justice uh, would be one of the main issues in future elections, which is more important why you not only show up to the polls, but to voice your opinion in whatever manner that you can to keep this issue resonate. And again, you want people that that can resonate with that and say, hey, you know, you know, I would fight for reproductive justice. Another reason why voting is important is because there are people out there who are willing to represent you. With many people running for office, there is always an opportunity to talk to someone who best represents you in your community. You know, again, we have to get out of the superficial thing to where we are electing people because of, you know, who they are, the way they look, how much money they got in their bank account, their power, their prestige. We have got to get out of that. And one of the reasons why we don't have what we have in our communities is because of the way that we are, of the people that we are elect. Instead of researching these candidates, I cannot stress that enough. And I'm quite sure there is someone out there who's not only to willing to represent you, but to also fight for your best interest. In certain states, um, there are more options, you know, for you to vote. And also, you need to get behind candidates who, if your state does not have flexible ways to vote, you need to get behind a candidate, you know, that would push for more opportunities for you to vote. Again, that's another reason why people don't want to vote because they feel that it is an obstacle. There's a lot of obstacles I got to go to or it's nearly impossible. And number 20, according to this website, because you deserve to have your voice heard. Again, it should be the number one reason why you should take voting you know, seriously because it is the greatest voice that you have, okay? And those are some of the reasons why so why you should vote. Okay, well let's look let's look at some more. So let's let's look at some more here. And 
we're going to go into some other topics. Um, just give me a minute. Um, not sure why this is not pulling out. So uh, for the sake of time, uh, okay, I see y'all. Let's look, let's look at this one and If uh, if those reasons uh, I have not given is not compelling to, uh, enough, let's look at some more. So according to Good Faith, uh, this article in Good Faith Media, they give six reasons why it's important. To point to vote. Number one, voting is our way of having a say. When you cast your vote for presidential candidates, judges, council representatives, and other elected officials, you are adding your voice or of agreement or disagreement. Your vote could literally change the course of history. When you are when you neglect voting, you are voting by default. Number two, voting is your reasonable is your responsibility as a citizen. You probably heard that as a cliche, but it's there. Everyone can't complain. Everyone can talk about what is wrong. But when we vote, we participate in the election process. We don't, when we don't, Okay, we are back. This is this is one of the things I talk about, you know, all the time that, you know, every time something goes wrong, you know, we're complaining like, uh, you know, uh, this person is not doing this and this person is doing that, you know, and I don't agree with this person is, you know, is doing. I mean, it's OK to point out some things that are wrong. Don't get me wrong. I you know, don't get me wrong, believe me, if there's something that I do not agree with, trust me, I'm going to say something. But if this person continues, you know, to do these things that that you do not agree with, or you feel that this person is out of touch in your community, and this person is not representing your interests, why are we continuing to vote for these individuals? Why do we continue to vote for these individuals? So let's go back to, let's go back to sharing my screen here. So, I mean, if you don't, you know, like this person and whatever they're doing, basically you need to vote them out of office. 
one of the ways that we do that is that you have to go to the polls. You know, that that is the strongest message that you can possibly have, you know, to let these folks know, hey, you are out of touch with my community. You're not representing, you know, my interests, and I don't agree with what you're doing. You know, but just complaining and 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 not taking part of, you know, the process. You're not only shooting yourself in the foot, but you're basically voting for your own against your own interests. Number three, voting empowers you to make a difference. And a lot of people uh, does not understand just how much of. Uh, voting does make a difference. Because in my opinion, if again, going back to my example I gave before, if you don't if you feel that this person is out of touch in your community and does not resonate with uh, your best interests, your vote can ensure that that person is no longer in office and that you are actually helping someone get in the office that does resonate with you and your issues and does and is willing to fight for your interests. Also, when we vote, we have an opportunity to promote, move forward, and positively influence the places where we reside. The issues regarding health care, jobs, wages, fair and equal standards, diversity, immigration, the environment, education, and so on requires of voices of the people. And again, if they're not listening to you in these public hearings, I guarantee you that they will listen to you at the voting booth. Why do you think they so, why do you think certain groups and certain people are so bent on taking uh, your vote, your right to vote away or to create barriers and challenges? to keep you away from the polls because they know that your vote is a possibility that the people who are doing this probably would not be in office. They're doing this to stay in power. So if anyone would say, well, why are they taking my, you know, why are they trying to take my right to vote away? That's mm -hmm. it. And again, again, we have this cliche with the, the fourth reason why they have on here. People died so that we can vote. As I know it's becoming a cliche, uh, but I have to put it out there. Blood was shed, bodies was beaten, people mobilized and marched. Individuals were attacked by dogs, blasted by water hoses, burned, lynched, humiliated, jailed, all so that all citizens of America will have the right to vote. Voting rights were expensive. We must honor, be grateful for, and appreciate that right. Not only with words, but also with action. And for my young people out there, listen to this. There are those who suggest that young people are not moved by the reality that people die for their right to vote. If you feel that way, you must consider that people are dying unnecessarily when you don't vote. I'm gonna stop right there for an you know, example. 
here in Alabama because of the Republican leadership that we have in this state. None of your issues have been addressed. Um, the, the black belt is suffering economically. I mentioned before that in the black belt, the average income for a person that lives in the black belt region is less than $10,000 a year. There's hardly no jobs in that region. Rural hospitals are closing at an enormous rate in that region, for example. So if you want to go to the hospital, you have either had to go to Montgomery or Tuscaloosa to go to the hospital. And chances are, if you have uh, a severe or life-threatening you know, injury, not having a hospital in your local community is a matter of life and death. And by not voting those persons out who are willing to keep things the same, unnecessarily people are dying because yeah, we do not have people that are fighting for adequate health care. Furthermore, we need your voices to help demonstrate adequate, unjust, racist systems that perpetrate models of brutality and death. We need your votes to help improve upon and expand systems that show promise, but need an overhaul. You need to vote if for no other reason than that you should be concerned about the country and the planet that will be left for you. Number six, your life depends on it. For the life of me, I don't understand why people are voting you know, against their own best interests. Look, look around your community. Uh, look, 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 look around your, look around your community. If your community has not changed in the last, what, four, eight, 12 years, first of all, you need to look at yourself. What, what am I doing to make a difference in my community? We got folks that talk with good game and, and you got some people that talk too entirely too much but when you ask them to do something, they have every excuse in the world not to do it. That is not, that is not, you know, that is not good. And that is one of the reasons why your communities are in the shape, you know, that they're in because y'all are too busy running your mouth instead of putting your hands to the plow, you know, and determine for yourself, okay, what I can do to make a difference in my community, not not just the political pro being involved in the political process, is really how you want your community, you know, to look like. Sometimes you do not need uh, the assistance of your elected official. There's some things that you can do on your own 
um, to make your communities a better place to live. But for the most part, our elected officials are supposed to be there to make sure that so whatever interest there is in this community, that we'll be able to get assistance you know, from them. Your future, our future, and our welfare, our well-being, our prosperity, our health depends on, upon the community, the nation, and the world we build. In the United States, that is normally determined by your vote. So those are some of their reasons why voting is important. So now we're going to go into, you know, this article says, uh, and you should read it, that's, that's the website there. Uh, and they talk about why it's important that we uh, participate in, uh, in our democracy. Uh, we'll go into that. So now you know why voting is important. And I also gave you some reasons why you know you should vote. So now we'll talk about a couple of things that so now you so so now so now you understand. So now you understand um Hello? So now you understand the reasoning why voting is important. On our next segment, we're going to uh, talk about uh, some of the barriers to voting, uh, why our voting rights are being uh, taken away from us, and what can we do to, to make sure that everyone you know, has the right to vote. Um, that would be on our next segment of OBS Talk Show Presents Voting 101. Well, I hope that you would join us then. Uh, the tentative date for that would be on, uh, and I am looking at my calendar, um, it would be either December 19th or 20th. Be sure to uh, follow me on Facebook for the exact details on when that date is gonna be. The tentative date is either December 19th or December 20th. I will post that on there. Um, this is actually part one of our discussion. We talked a little bit about what is voting, gave a little history of, of voting in the United States and why it is important. On our next segment, we will discuss some of the barriers that is keeping people from voting and what can you do to ensure that everyone who is eligible to vote has the right to vote. And then we will have a discussion on uh, some of the things that you, know, you can do to uh, empower you to participate in the political process. So those are the next two segments that we're gonna have. So our first segment, which is here, you know, we gave a little basics about voting, uh, history of voting and why it is important. And so our next segment, we will talk about some barriers as to the, that's keeping people from voting and what can we do to ensure that everyone has the right to vote. And the final uh, segment that we're gonna have uh, on the calendar is 
what are some ways that uh, we can be motivated and empowered to participate in the voting process? So if you have any questions or concerns, uh, please make a comment. I will go back and and answer uh, any questions that you may have or address any concerns that you may have. Um, but we hope to have more segments, you know, like this to kind of really break down this voting thing. We will also talk about um, there's been some court cases uh, surrounding um, voter suppression. Um, we will talk about voter apathy. We will talk about voter fatigue. That's in the next segment, um, you know, that we will have. So I hope that you would tune in. I will post the exact date on Facebook. So keep an eye out uh, for that. And um, I hope that um, there was something that was said that kind of resonate with you, kind of stick with you, and kind of help you, uh, you know, get a sense of, of a complicated process. We know voting here in the United States is a very complicated process. And if it wasn't, so many people wouldn't be fighting to take that right away from us. So obviously there is power in voting. Again, I said a thousand times that it is the greatest voice that you have. But also, you know, when, you're, when you don't vote, that's another voice, you know, as well. And that also too can be a barrier as to why people do not vote at all. Uh, that's one of the things that we will talk about next week, uh, next time, rather. So until then, thank you so much for tuning in today, and we will see you next time.
The views expressed on this program are those of the guests and not necessarily the views of management and staff of OBS Radio, OBS International, and Greater Works Business Services. Guests who appear on this podcast are not required to pay a fee and is made possible by radioguestlist.com. For more information, please visit our website at www.obsintl.cf. Follow OBS on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash broadcast section. If you want to contribute financially to help us continue broadcasting, please go to paypal.me.obsintl. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. This is a presentation of OBS News, which is responsible for the guests and comments. This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International, a division of Greater Works Business Services.